0: wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I would eat it. What's you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion. More like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? to the All Colorado Everything podcast. We'll call it ACE for short, A-C-E, I'm sure you can spell. My name is Matt Kennedy, your host, and I'm so excited to bring you guys this little project that we're doing, this All Colorado Everything podcast, three stories a week, three days a week. Hopefully it sticks to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All Colorado Everything is the stories we will be preaching to you guys, the best stories from around the state, from professional to collegiate, heck, maybe even high school, or just the weird stories along the way. And today, the Broncos, their 53-man roster was set uh, just less than 48 hours ago. Today is waiver day in which teams can start to formulate their practice squads based off of who they are claiming off waivers. And the Broncos are already making moves. We're going to tackle that today and then briefly talk about the deals that have been made within the last couple of days. Some surprising moves by general manager George Payton and some Broncos players that were lost to some other teams, but hopefully they will succeed in the National Football League because we love rooting for these guys in the NFL. And when we're talking about this time, any NFL player, current, past, uh, even future, you look forward to today and yesterday as some of the weirdest days, some of the most emotional days, and some of the darkest days, really, for an NFL athlete. Some of them were competing for their jobs uh, for the very last time, even for the very first time. And they may not see an NFL roster again. Once when rosters are cut down to the 53-man limit to start off the season, a lot of these players' dreams come to an end. They may succeed in the preseason. They may uh, not even see the field in the preseason. This is their livelihood, and they are having to get cut traded away having to lose their stability and it really just is not a fun time if you're an nfl athlete but it is a very exciting time for nfl fans because we well, get to see who your team gets who is the team that the broncos are going to go with this year and from what we're seeing around recent headlines uh, personalities journalists analysts they're saying at least a general consensus is that this could be the best denver broncos roster since the 2015 season which of course was the super Bowl 50 winning season Peyton Manning everybody who was involved with that Von Miller's back on the roster for the Broncos uh him and Brandon McManus the only two players left from that roster and Vaughn is now considered the DeMarcus Ware of 2015 um, of what he is today and he of course had a fantastic preseason but the young players are the guys that were focusing on George Payton made some very surprising moves in the last 48 hours including trading away wide receiver Trinity Benson that was like the big deal That We were sawing. They were able to ship him off to the Lions in exchange for a fifth and seventh round picks in 2022. Benson was one of the bright spots in the preseason for the Broncos, catching two touchdown passes and getting tons of reps in the kick and punt return spots. He was battling with Deontay Spencer, Godspeed for the fifth receiver spot on the roster. But as we learn, he was actually being showcased as Peyton had other plans for the young hopeful star. And the wide receiver room is one of the hot topics in Denver when we're talking uh, about points outside of the quarterback situation, which, of course, Teddy Bridgewater drew lock the quarterback battle between those two, the main talk of the Broncos preseason. Thankfully, we got that situated. And now it's looking at the other spots, a.k.a. the wide receiver corps for Denver. Before yesterday, the Broncos were considered one of the deepest and most talented receiving rooms in the entire league. Now, after roster cuts, they only have five receivers on the current 53-man roster. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, and Deontay Spencer. They ended up cutting Kendall Hinton, Tyree Cleveland, and their newest draft pick, Seth Williams. But what have they done today? Well, they decided to bring back all three of those guys for the practice squad. Good news, great news. You really do love to see it. Hinton, Kendall Hinton, the Hall of Fame quarterback. He impressed immensely. this year, making his name famous, of course, stepping in at quarterback... Last year against the Saints after being pulled up from the practice squad, the former Wake Forest wide receiver turned a lot of heads with his patch casting ability. This year, though, leading up to the season and during training camp, he has improved a ton, and the Broncos really wanted to honor him for that. Tyree Cleveland got some playing time last year. He was a favorite target of Drew Locke for a game or two, the former Florida draft pick. And then Seth Williams, who has not seen, we have not seen him really at all. He was drafted out of Auburn this year for the Denver Broncos, and he wasn't really targeted in all the preseason he did impress in training camp he was a fast guy reliable guy great hand great off the ball speed but we didn't see much of him and now we probably know why the broncos wanted to keep him around just in case and since they waived him well they wanted to claim him and put him on the practice squad now let's take a look at what the other broncos who have made it today on the waiver wire we brought back some guys that they dropped off yesterday obviously the big ones the ones we just mentioned the wide receivers. Uh, basically, if one of those top five guys goes down, you have three reliable guys you can bring up to fill those roles. However, one of the biggest cuts that we have not talked about yet was a quarterback, Brett Ripon, the former Boise State quarterback, the one who has an undefeated record in the NFL. They decided to cut the winningest quarterback in NFL history and designate him to the practice squad. Just kidding. Satire only played the one game. It was a good start by him it was against the Jets. He is re-signed to be on the practice squad, to be that third quarterback available For Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. What else? Austin Slotman was re signed to be the man available to play guard or center. We talk about the offensive line for the Broncos. That is a pretty stack. They decided to keep eight offensive linemen, of course Bowles, Reisner, Lord Cushionberry, Graham Glasgow, Bobby Massey, Calvin Anderson, Quinn Miners, and Atani Muti. The Broncos set to start from left to right Bowles, Reisner, Cushionberry, Glasgow, and Massey, with Calvin Anderson kind of being the swing tackle. Anderson was really impressive. The fact that he beat out some of these guys who have NFL veterans uh, listed underneath their name tag, have years of experience, who have started in this league for a very long time. Anderson beat them out. Hardworking guy, very likable, uh, very, very funny, very awesome personality, and the Broncos decided to keep him around to be that swing tackle and hopefully bring him in in case Garrett Bowles or uh, Bobby Massey go down. Even if Massey starts to fall off, Calvin Anderson can easily step in mid-game and be reliable go-to for uh Vic Fangio. Hopefully. Hopefully they'll bring back Cam Fleming as well. Uh he's uh they paid him one million dollars this year. I don't see why they wouldn't bring him back, at least on the practice squad. If they do cut him, that's one million dollars in dead money, so might as well bring him back, put him on the practice squad and have him as a reliable guy. They got to bring up in case one of these bigger guys Goes down. What else we got? What else we got? Moves are cur- are currently being made as we go on. So if there's something that I'm going to miss here, I'm recording this at a you know early afternoon on Wednesday, and it's going to go on for the you know for another day or so. So if somebody comes in and I miss it, my apologies for that. Other people, uh who we decided to bring in, Drew Himmelman is another tackle. Sean Byer, a tight end that the Broncos cut, they're going to bring him back on the defensive side. Barrington Wade and Curtis Robinson, two inside linebackers that the Broncos are going to have available to them on the practice squad. Um, In the secondary, Nate Hairston, a cornerback that they drafted, or did they bring him? Did they draft him or did they sign him? Can't remember. Broncos are bringing him back to be a reliable cornerback that they can go to. Another round, uh, Marquise Spencer, the seventh round pick for the Broncos this year, the defensive lineman. They're going to sign him to the practice squad after cutting him. And then in the running back spot, Demario Crockett. We're going to get to the running back spot in just a in just a second because some very interesting developments today for the Denver Broncos. Uh, players who they lost. We'll jump into that in a second. Actually looking at the players who they signed from other teams. Uh, quickly, just a touch-up on them. Mike Ford from Detroit and Nate McCary from the Ravens, a running back from the Ravens they are going to bring in. Now, who did the Broncos lose? Well, one of the bigger names, Trey Marshall, a reliable secondary backup safety for the Broncos, they lost him to the Chargers. He was hurt after hurting his ankle against the Vikings on a kickoff. Um, he has been out, and now he has gone to L.A. Adam Prentice, a reliable special teams and fullback for the Broncos. He is now on the New Orleans Saints. Derek Tuska, who started some games for the Broncos last year, or played in some games, that is, for the Broncos. He is now going to be designated to the Steelers practice squad. In the big name of the day, the former Oregon Duck and second-round pick for the Denver Broncos, Royce. Freeman, they released after signing Nate McCarry And I'm really interested to see why they did that. Royce really impressed in the preseason. He uh, he was a uh, a second go-to back when they had Philip Lindsay. He became like the third guy when Melvin Gordon came into town. But he really impressed after Mike Boone went down due to a hamstring injury. Boone is going to be out for a few more weeks. And Royce Freeman, they really should have kept him around to be that go-to. Or they should have traded him away. Cutting him and then replacing him with somebody from the Ravens and uh Nate McCarry, Interesting move. Very, very interesting move by George Payton. Other players who hopefully they were going to re-sign today. Uh Jonathan Harris, defensive lineman, was cut, but is expected to be back because of the second one, the second round waivers for the Broncos. Tons of moves. Tons of moves being made today, guys. Now, going through all the players, all the guys, all the names, that is a lot of names. We can't keep up with all of them, but if you want to, go on, on Twitter, follow some guys like Mike Kliss, uh, Zach Stevens. Those are pretty much the guys who we follow around here to get all the Broncos updates, and they are currently tweeting updates as we speak. Looking on it right now, nothing new as of right now. Teams are being claimed. Uh, pl- teams are claiming players left and right here. They're signing them to their practice squads, and looking at the Broncos, it looks like Royce Freeman was the last one to be made. Oh, there we go. Just just kidding. They have re-signed Marquis Spencer. There we go. And Mario Crockett and uh, Matt McCain, the third. So a couple of guys that the Broncos are bringing back or, or bringing in from other teams uh, to sign. Hopefully we're going to see no players from Bishop Sycamore um, in the NFL. Uh, Those guys, you know, that's a relative joke there for you. But anyways, one of the interesting topics that has been going on all week for Denver and George Payton is not shy about talking about this, even on the air during the last preseason game against the Rams. Teams are calling the Broncos about their secondary. Yes, the secondary that was starting practice squad guys last year. Yes, the secondary on the same defense that was signing guys off of other teams' practice squads to start on Sundays near the end of the season. Broncos are deep now. Broncos are deep now. There are four, five guys deep in every position on the secondary. I'm talking safety. I'm talking corner. The fact that George Payton brought in so many guys, signed so many guys this last year, to make sure that they don't have any injury issues, this year is impressing other teams. Are they going to trade away other players? I have no idea. Could they trade away a Ronald Darby? Could they trade away a Bryce Callahan? Could they trade away a Kyle Fuller, who's on a one-year deal? I have no idea. If you're George Payton, if you're a big Fangio, if teams are calling about this, you got to weigh the odds and evens here. you got to weigh the cost. Is it worth keeping these guys around to impress this year? Because at the end of the year, you know you're not going to get them. Because right now, those guys, Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, their stock is so high right now. It's only going to drop down as the season goes along. Why? Because they have left less games available. More money. They're going to want more money. They're going to want longer deals. You got these guys now with two weeks to go until the first, uh, the first regular season game in week one against the New York Giants. Maybe think about it. Maybe think about giving rid of one of them to bring in some draft stock for next year. Who knows? Maybe an extra second, third round pick. And an extra player, an extra safety, an extra offensive lineman, wouldn't hurt. Broncos have a couple to spare. Or do you keep this highly talented uh, secondary room available? Do you keep these guys, do you keep a Patrick Sertan ready on the bench? Or, of course, the whole dime package that they have, do you keep all four guys on the field at all times and play them? And see how dominant this defense can be. The defense, by the way, the only NFL defense that did not surrender a uh, touchdown in the NFL preseason. Broncos gave up only field goals. Only field goals in the preseason. Not a single touchdown was scored in the three preseason games. They have momentum. They have the talent. And they have the capability to be a top five defense in the NFL this year. And the cornerstone of that will be the secondary Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, Bryce Callahan, the guys from years past, combining them with the talent we just talked about, and Pat Sertan, in Kyle Fuller, in Ronald Darby, and then the other guys that you brought in, Jamar Johnson, Caden Stearns, all the draft picks from this year. My goodness, this room is deep. It's saying Bassey, who showed bright glimpses last year. He'll be coming back from injury. The room is deep. It is so deep, you can't even see the bottom. You can't. I'm just over speaking here. I think the Broncos should keep them. I think keep them. See what you got. Develop the young players. Look at this dime package. See if this is the new dominant bear front in the NFL. Use it. Utilize it. Don't get rid of the talent you, you spent so long trying to build up and bring in. One of the most successful offseasons in Denver Broncos history. Might as well reap the benefits of it. Don't gamble. Look at the cards that you got and play them. George Payton, one of the top NFL executives from the last year, listed as the most trusted NFL executive, according to a lot of uh, sources. And I think, who was it? I don't know. Somebody said it recently that George Payton was the most trusted GM in the NFL at this time. Keep him. Keep him around and see how it goes. That's all we got for today. Very short episode. Next week, We're going to start talking to some people, bringing in some commentators, some broadcasters, some analysts, some writers, some reporters, guys who know a lot more than I do. We're going to chop it up. First one on deck, probably Cody Rourke from Lockdown Broncos. We'll see. He's already said yes. Got some other guys from, uh, from DNVR we're going to call up, some guys from around town, around Colorado. It's going to be a very, very fun season in the NFL. We'll meet you on Friday. Probably talk some college football, some Rockies. What else is going on in all Colorado? Everything. See you soon.